always knew that I wanted more out of life. There must be more than struggle, struggle, struggle. And I watched my mum work really hard and my dad work really hard and basically breaking their back, you know, saving up all year maybe to go away for a few days and things like that. And I thought, there, there, there must be more. I, I see more, you know, I, I can research more. There's people out there I know are doing well. Yeah. How do they get here? And then as I was growing up, you know, there was a lot of trouble in Glasgow, a lot of violence. As I said to you, a lot of drug addiction and the suicide rate and mental health rate was so high. Although yeah. I was fine, I thought to myself, there must be something I can do because I've got a good mindset. Mine's yeah. strong. I've been taught well by my parents to be resilient and, and to be hardcore and keep going. And, and I, actually came, I actually came from a mixed race family. So that was another sort of, you just had to do well or you were going to be bullied or you were going to be put in a position or, you, you know. So when your back's against the wall, if you've got a strong mindset, you'll get through it. Jamie, you're the founder of MindKite, host of the Inspired by You MindKite podcast and much, much more. Thank you so much for taking time, man. I appreciate it. No, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, being here you know I was excited to come on this and I see what you're doing and um yeah yeah I'm just really happy to be here sweet man I love to go back with my shows to kind of reset things for us like where did you grow up what was childhood like for you yeah I mean I, I grew up in a place called Glasgow which is um a large city in uh, Scotland yeah but um I, I mean it's amazing for tourists and um it's got beautiful architecture, you know, bars, restaurants, vast amounts of shopping and shopping centers. If you're a tourist, it's fantastic. But growing up there is, is a bit of a challenge. Um, we've been voted like the city of culture many years in a row, the happiest city many years in a row. Okay. <laughs> but the underlying tone to that is we have the highest rate of suicide in Europe the highest drug abuse rate and addiction rate in Europe. We were the mother capital of Europe, but yet we were given these culture awards and these happiness awards. And I personally, you know, I've, I've, I've met people that have attempted suicide. I personally have friends that have committed suicide. And so I knew this underlying issue this year, and that's basically what took me on the journey to mindkite and through mindset and things like that because this is my people yeah you know and i thought it doesn't work you know? yeah man were you always in the mindset or you know was there someone that inspired you to kind of go into that direction yeah i think for me without knowing it i was always into mindset i came from quite a strong mindset family although we didn't have a name for it at the time i mean there's many different names now you know positive mindset, uh, yeah. law of attraction, manifesting, all visualization, all that sort of stuff. But when I was growing up, I didn't know these words at the time. I was just focused on, on a vision, you know, which was to have a better life. You know, we grew up quite, quite poor. We didn't, Glasgow's quite, for the most part, it's quite a middle-class or middle-class to poor sort of place. There's no, there's no real high earners and things like that unless you're yeah. at the, you know, the top, half a percent or something like that. So I always knew that I wanted more out of life. Mm. 
there must be more than struggle, struggle, struggle. And I watched my mum work really hard and my dad work really hard and basically breaking their back, you know, saving up all year maybe to go away for a few days and things like that. And I thought, there must be more. I, I see more, you know, I, I can research more. There's people out there I know are doing well. Yeah. How do they get here? And then as I was growing up, you know, there was a lot of trouble in Glasgow, a lot of violence. As I said to you, a lot of drug addiction and the suicide rate and mental health rate was so high. Although yeah. I was fine, I thought to myself, there must be something I can do because I've got a good mindset. Mine's yeah. are strong. I've been taught well by my parents to be resilient and, and to be hardcore and keep going. And, and I, actually came, I actually came from a mixed-race family. So that was another sort of, you just had to do well or you were going to be bullied or you were going to be put in a position or, you, you know. So when your back's against the wall, if you've got a strong mindset, you'll get through it. And um, I thought to myself, well, if I can come through all this and begin to be build a somewhat successful life, surely I can show that to other people. Yeah. Surely yeah. I can show that to at least the people in my community, you know, my city, the area I was born. They don't need to go through the way of thinking that we're always going to be stuck in that same cycle. Mm -hmm. You know, the drugs, the drink, poverty. Don't believe that because I'm not stuck in that cycle now. Yep. Yeah. I just have to learn the way to teach people. Right. Yeah. I mean, for mindset, it's so important to be successful in life and in business. I mean, what tips would you give folks that are trying to, that are struggling in that area and that can, that want to get better in, in the mindset side of things? I think a lot of people struggle because the brain, I always say the brain is like the messy kitchen drawer. We all have one, right? You know, the drawer, we put everything in. This is the brain. So on a daily basis, the brain is taking absolutely everything in, messy drawer. Then people add to that, oh, I want to be successful or I want a bit of a, a better life. How do I get that? Because the drawer's a mess. So first of all, we have to empty that out. You have to set yourself. One of my key tips is organize what your vision is first, then build a plan on that. If you know, if you don't have a vision in the first place, there's no direction. You don't know where you're going. You're a you're a ship without a captain, right? You can't you can't hit a target if you don't have one. So first of all, what is your vision? What is it you want to do? What does a better life look like to you? Then we can build the steps of how to get there. And most of the time, it's a, it's a journey. It's not, I have a vision, when do I get it? You know, you have, to, you have to discover why you want it, have a big why, and then we go step by step how we get there. So my first thing is get yourself a vision. Yeah. Man, that's awesome. And like I mentioned, you're the founder of MindKite, which is really amazing. But for folks who don't know what that is, what is MindKite and how can folks get access to it? So MindKite started out as an application project. So the app is due to be out in the in May. In the UK, we have a thing called Mental Health Week. And this is going to fall between the 10th and the 16th of May. So we're going to release the app then. Um, Basically, it's a global community of positive thinkers. So even on a bad day, you can get good positive messages. There'll be a lot of well-being content circling around mental health, body focus, which will be things like 
yoga, at-home workouts that anybody of any level can do. Nothing complex, nothing complicated, but enough to get you moving, get the body moving, get the mind moving in the right direction. We have like a daily goals diary, a weekly goals diary, and a monthly goals diary. Again, so you can write down those goals and then the steps to get there. So with that being said, while we were trying to build this app, we then started the MindKite podcast. So a very in, sort of inspirational podcast series. We've done a lot of celebrities um, with my business partner, Robert Heisey. He does one called the Robert Heisey MindKite podcast. And then I do one called Inspired by You MindKite podcast, which is more what you I would call your everyday superheroes. Mm. You know, everyone has a story and I find we can draw inspiration out of everyone's story. So basically, MindKite is just an all-round positivity powerhouse of content and media that you can uplift yourself by, you know, connecting with us. And we're on YouTube. We've got an Instagram page, which is at MindKite, and we'll have the app out soon, which will be in the app store. And the podcast is on every podcast network you can, you can imagine under the same name. Sweet, man. I can't wait for that, dude. And one of the things you mentioned in Instagram is that folks can DM you the word secret uh, so that they can level up. When they DM you, what do they get from you? Yeah, so basically, we do a lot of different different coaching. Um, between myself and, and the rest of the team, we do life coaching. We have success coaching and business coaching. And we've got high-performance coaching. So I think everybody secretly, no matter what you say, there's a next level you can go to. And I think everybody, unless you're already there, you're happy, you're content. I always think there's a next level. And I always yep. think people do want to go to that next level. They're just often, they don't know how. Or sometimes you feel embarrassed, like, I don't want to ask someone. Yeah. So I kind of make it easy. I put a little, a little spin on it on my, my Instagram DM where you can look. You don't have to really tell me what it is, but if you DM me secret. I get you, I've got you, and I'll be able to help you. Let's build a plan. Let's do it together. I've got three coaches in my life. I swear by having a coach Yeah. because think about it. If you're at the gym, even your bodybuilder or whatever, or you want to get bigger or lose weight or whatever, someone has to guide you through that, someone who knows how to do it. It saves you a lot of pain. It saves you a lot of mistakes. It saves you time. And in life, the one thing we can't buy is time. Yes. Oh man. So good. You know, obviously with, with COVID and you and I kind of talked about this before, but you know, COVID kept a lot of people away from friends and family during this whole social distance thing. And from having conversations with people and the mind soldiers group that you're part of, what is the number one thing that you hear people struggling with the most? Well, the isolation has been, has been hard for people. And uh, I think with the shift going on to sort of, a modern technology, you know, the Zoom calls, the digital aspect. Yeah. Not everyone that is now in isolation. I mean, in the UK, I don't know how it was in the States, but in the UK, our old people had to do a thing called shielding. So anyone basically over 60 or had a vulnerable health condition basically had to go into isolation by themselves. And a lot of these sort of older generation didn't know how to work with technology. Yeah. So they were left without the Zooms, without the, the FaceTime and things like that. So they had new isolation. But not only did it affect them in a way, it affects the family mm. who want to contact them and make sure they're okay. So now you've got two people on both sides of the fence 
worrying like hell, you know? Yeah. So for me, it's been the, the biggest thing that people come to us is with isolation because then you're only left with yourself. And yeah. nine times out of ten, people looking inwards don't like what they see. Mm-hmm. And often you don't have the you're not ready, prepared for what you see. So you don't have the tools to maybe like adjust and adapt and, and maybe fix your problems. So when you stare in that mirror and you don't like what you see and you don't have the tools to fix it, your mind starts playing those tricks on you, you know, and you start spiraling in these mental health conditions, anxiety, depressions and things like that. And it, it's so quick, mm. you know, and the pandemic uh, coming off the back of this, we are truly going to face some real mental health struggles, you know? Yeah. Oh man, absolutely. We're seeing it here in the States for sure. The same way. And where I'm at, you know, we're fortunate enough to kind of not have as much lockdown, but other areas, neighboring States and things like that, they're pretty locked down still, which is pretty, pretty sad. I I think you're right. We're seeing more, we're going to see more damage on the mental side of things when they start to open things up. And even right now, why people are locked down there. One of the things that I think mindset focuses on for me at least is i'm very big on morning routines so i i wake up early 4 a.m six days a week uh i'm you know get upstairs and i spend time in prayer and then i spent you know turn on some worship music and then for me i gotta you know i'll read the bible a little bit maybe turn on a podcast or maybe a clubhouse you know motivational room or something like that what does your morning routine look like man my morning routine at the minute because i'm building this sort of brand is is hectic I always try and do something informative in the morning. So I'll usually get up about six o'clock, you know, and I know all these entrepreneurs will give you the 5.30 club and the 4 a.m. club and all that. Listen, do what works for you because if getting up at 5.30 kills you the rest of the day, it's counterproductive, you know. Yes, get uncomfortable. Yes, you do have to be uncomfortable to grow, but don't put yourself through absolute hell and, hate the rest of your day so get up when you're comfortable that you know to an extent so yep. mine's is 6 a.m i get up i usually do a little bit of education whether it be sort of youtube video for motivation inspiration or an educational piece on something that um that's in my life at that point in time what i want to know more of usually because it's me it'll be mindset sort of stuff mental health stuff visionary stuff um sometimes i look at um various entrepreneurs that I admire. So I'll look at them and go, what are they doing? What are they doing today? Can I copy them to an extent? Can I model myself on them? Help myself grow? So with me, it's always self-development. That's my morning routine. Um, Dietary-wise, I don't actually eat till 12 o'clock. So I don't mind having a black coffee or some green tea and things like that. But I do this sort of intermittent fasting. So I won't eat after 8 p.m. And then I won't eat again until 12 o'clock, give my body a chance to rejuvenate, clear all the food out from the day before. And it's just for me personally, that's a good way to start the day. Um, I don't think there's a right or wrong way. I mm-hmm. think anyone that doesn't say, and it doesn't have to be a morning routine, because if you're a night shift person, a morning routine is pointless for you. So no matter where you are in life, um, a morning person, an afternoon person, a night person, have some form of routine. Yep. Without that routine, you're just bouncing around. You don't really know what would I do this, but do that. There's no organization, there's no plan. You know, and if, uh, if uh, we're basically planning to fail, then aren't we? So if we don't have a plan, we're planning to fail, basically. So get yep. yourself some form of routine. I think 
I think that's a great question and it's, it's good that you pointed that out actually. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I used to be a night person and then like 10 years ago, I got a job at Starbucks and they said, Hey, you got to work at 4am. And I was like, what, you know, like, so it kind of shifted everything around. And then now, like, usually I'm asleep by nine, nine 30 at the latest. And then 4am six days a week. And, and I don't set an alarm on Sundays, but I usually will wake up by five 30. My wife does intermittent fasting. Like you said, like she doesn't eat anything till 12, eight o'clock at night is when she stops. And she, she loves that. Um, I usually go 12 hours. So if I stop eating at seven, I won't eat until seven the next morning. And then I, I definitely, have, uh, you know, try to get rid of that dad bod. I'm 41. So I got to work a little bit harder to, to work on that stuff. Sometimes you mentioned something I wanted to touch base on is there's entrepreneurs that inspire you. Like I'm a big fan of Ed Milet and Les Brown and Bedris Queen and Bradley, like, and, uh, Tony Robbins are huge for me. Like which of those entrepreneurs, or maybe I didn't even list it, but who, who is an entrepreneur that you follow that inspires you? Well, one of them is actually my mentor. Les Brown is actually a direct mentor of mine. So um, I spend once a week talking directly with, with Les and the team. And John Leslie Brown, his son also. So Les yeah. Brown, for me, I'm biased, but I think he is, if not the, he is definitely one of the greatest motivational storytellers of our generation. The man is 76 years old now, and I hear yeah. his voice and I still get goosebumps. You know, he's Ed Milet is, is another absolute champion, you know, and I really connect with him. I like people, when I hear their voice, I have to connect with their voice and I have to hear that, that passion and truth behind it. Yep. And I have another one, which is not everyone's favourite, but I, I really like Grant Cardone. And I know he's a, he's a salesman, you know, that's sure. what he is. But if you're in business and you want a sort of all-rounded attribute, you have to have a storyteller, which for me is Les Brown. You have to have a motivational guy that will kick you in the ass. Ed Milet's great for that. Then you have to have sales, because if you have a business, no matter what it is, you're selling something. And yep. Grant Cardone is really, really good for firing you up in that aspect. And I have another one who's, um, his name is Paul Getter. So they call him the internet marketing nerd. On Instagram, he's at Paul. He's like got over a million followers and he builds accounts up and stuff like that. Yeah. He's a really quirky guy, wears a bow tie. But for yeah. me, he's fun. He brings a fun aspect to what's the part I don't like, which is advertising and marketing. But he makes it really fun. So I think those four combined, the education I'm getting from them is, is second to none. So that's who I would go for. And that's just, that's a personal choice. There is many, many more, but for me, that's my go-to people, you know? Yep. Oh, Les Brown for me, it's, that's my go-to guy for sure, man. Same thing. Like I'm just manifesting that I'm going to meet that guy someday. And I know he's not traveling anymore, but man, one of these days, uh, I hope to meet him in person. I mean, I introduced him to my kids and they love listening to him talk. And Ed Milet, I won Ed Milet's Max Out Challenge in 2018 when he issued like, hey, send me a one minute story on what you're passionate about, what drives you. And I had just come across Ed that year and I was like obsessed. I was like, oh my gosh, I started downloading all of his information, his podcast, watch him on YouTube. So I submit this story and like two months later, he announced me as the winner. So to my knowledge, I'm the only one that has ever won the Ed Milet Max Out Challenge. And I got to have a phone call with him, which then I was able to release on my episode. Uh, I think it's like episode 12 of the show and I'm coming up Super on cool. episode 100, man. So yeah, it's, it's been a awesome journey so far. Ed is definitely one of my favorite. And 
Paul, the guy you mentioned, I have his book, man. His book is super good. I'm also a fan of, of Grant Cardell, man. So me and you are, are definitely very uh, similar in those aspects. What book are you reading right now that's kind of kind of helping you in that area? I mean, there's, there's one book, and I, I've seen you post in this book as well, and it's called Thinking Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Yeah. So that book for me is a book which I will always be reading. And any group that I'm coaching, I tell them to buy a copy. Yeah. And I say I say to them, you know, and I, I don't mean this in any blasphemy way, but I say that's now your Bible because you can refer to this book all through your life and career. It's not one of these books where you just read it and then that's you, oh, I've read that one. You can go back to it time and time and time again, reference different parts. And I think with with these type of books, especially like Think and Grow Rich, at different stages of your life, different parts of that book will jump out at you. Mm -hmm. So what I say to people is, when you read it like the first time, whatever jumps out at you, use a highlighter pen. And one color, say like green or whatever, highlight yeah. what jumps out at you. And when you go back to it at the next stage of your life, highlighting, you know, like pink, something different, what jump out at you. So every time you go back and read that book, you can go, wow, at that stage of my life, that's what really popped for me. Yeah. And then you can actually build up a picture of how you've actually transitioned and what content you're extracting from these different mediums, like, you know, that, that book, Think and Grow Rich, which I will, I will support till the day I die. I think it's a fantastic book, you know? Absolutely, man. That is so good, dude. I love that highlighting different colors, man. That's amazing stuff. I like to end my show with a fun question. I'm a big music guy. What's your favorite type of music or do you have a favorite band that you like to listen to? Do you know, I've got, I've got such a wide, wide, wide variety of music, but music that uplifts me. Um, if I'm ever feeling down, it was music my dad loved. He's not with us now. So I throw on Bob Marley. I throw on some Bob Marley music. No matter if it's raining, if it's sunshining, that music just works. And it yeah. seems to be global as well. You put on a Bob Marley album, everybody knows it. Everybody can sort of have a little bop around it. So for me, my go-to will always be Bob Marley. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Jamie, you are such a world changer, man. And it's such an honor to have you on my show. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to, to join me on this, man. Keep doing the thing that you got going on with my kite. And I'm excited for your podcast and this whole app rolling out, man. You are changing the world, man. Thank you so much for your time. Now, listen, thank you for having me. And if it wasn't for guys like you, we wouldn't get the message as far as what we're trying to. So I really appreciate your time and thank you very much. And I'm blessed to be on. Thank you. Hey, what's going on? Thank you so much for watching the show. I really appreciate it. Hey, I just wanted to do a quick introduction. If you've not seen my show or you don't know the services that I offer, I wanted to drop them to you right now. One, I do voiceover work. So if you're looking for a voiceover person to cover your motivational videos, or maybe it's Kickstarter videos or whatever it is, let me know. I'm more than happy to help you out there. I also work with brands on brand and product videos. So they'll send me their products to do reviews or box openings. Let me know. I'd love to work with you on your product as well and hope you get that product out there. I also love to be able to share my story. So if I can make an impact on one person at your next speaking engagement, let me know. I love to talk about my story. I love to talk about how our past does not define our future and morning routines and being consistent, how to be around those successful people that are just going to lift you up. Let's chat about having me speak at your next event. Let's make it happen. Again, thank you so much for checking out this show. Check out ericallenmedia.com. Really appreciate your time. Have an awesome day.